Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown and welcome to the Cy Brown Morning Show. Today we are talking about massive success. This is one of my most favorite topics in the whole wide world. Um, Before I wrote my most recent book, which is Don't Wait to Lose Weight, before that I wrote Um, Life Remixed, Understanding the Journey of Success. And success is something that can be so elusive at times, but yet it's so within our grasp. Um, I have a lot to share. You know, this is my first day. You know, many of you who know, uh, my mother-in-law recently passed away, and I did a live show the day after she passed away. And I couldn't bring myself to do another show in the day after that. So I took three days off. We we aired really successful past shows. So today is my first day in this much better space. So just as a quick sidebar, for everybody that sent love and hugs and prayers and condolences on social media, thank you. Um, my husband and I, my husband appreciates it. I appreciate you. I thank God for all of you. Um, you know, I've been with my husband since I was 19 years old. So my mother-in-law has been my mother-in-law kind of, you know, I got married shortly after. But for the most part, I've been with this lady since I was 19, and I am now 40-plus. So it was pretty emotional. And, you know, what really prompted this show was how do we live successfully? So my husband and I were driving back uh, from New Orleans where we were, and, you know, I said to him, you know how to live success. You knew how to live successfully with your mom growing up, you know, birthdays, holidays, and she got sick, and we adjusted. Then we learned how to live with her not being as healthy and well And now this next phase is how do we live successfully without her? So in a way, this show is a little cathartic um, and therapeutic, but really it's about me talking about the things that I talk about all the time. And success and motivation have really helped carry me, especially in those very, very, very dark moments. And one of the things that drives us as humans, just human beings, people with blood flowing through our veins, with eyeballs and ears, is the drive to succeed. You know, right now we're in a season where where people are running for president, you know, the leader of the free world. And Donald Trump, as of this broadcast, is leading in all polls. And I'm watching these polls very, very closely. Like, how is this guy doing it? He's never held office, is really not well-versed on foreign policy. And poll after poll, and even my own informal survey, has questioned why people are voting for him. You know, this broadcast is being done on October 26, 2015, for those of you who keep dates. Um, And since June, Donald Trump has been leading in the polls. And so right now, you know, everybody thought once we get out of the summer, we'll be okay, things will settle down, and we'll get to the real candidates. But poll after poll shows when people are asked, 
why Donald Trump over any of the other bajillion people, there were like 13, 14 people running at one point um, through attrition. We're now down to, you know, less than that. I don't know how many, but everyone has said because he's successful. Like, what does that have to do with being able to successfully navigate our relationships with our foreign allies and adversaries? Like, hear what I'm saying. They're all saying because he is successful. So what that has told me is that people, you know, success is aspirational. People will hang, want to hang their hat in the same room as someone who is successful because I guess they feel to some degree it's going to rub off on them. And you know what, to some, to some degree it will. You know, I always say when I'm giving a talk that we are the average of our five closest friends. So if all your friends don't have nothing, you can guarantee you ain't going to have nothing either. But if even 40% of your five closest friends are successful and whatever that means to you, then you have a better chance. I know someone came into my home one time. I was very offended. Let me let me just say, I, I do a lot of cocktail parties and things like that, fundraisers. And someone came in and said, you know, Sai, this is really a nice place you know, considering, you know, it's not the projects. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what is that supposed to mean? Like, real talk, what is that supposed to mean? Because I had my children young. Like, where are we going with this? And I realized that people sometimes set the bar so low. Uh, you know, I'm a very humble person, so I guess this person didn't know what to expect. Uh, and, and this is definitely not a knock for anybody that lives in subsidized housing, but my tip to you, try to get the hell out. You know, try to get the hell out. People are in certain situations in life because of their environment, and that is definitely not the most uh, conducive environment to, for successful living. So, you know, let me let me get back to some of the things that I really wanted to share. Get off my soapbox. But I have to touch, and you guys are going to hear it in all these shows leading up to this presidential election, you know, I have to pepper that in because I'm, I am I need to start a show just on politics, like under a pseudonym or something because I'm so obsessed. But, you know, even getting back to this Donald Trump piece, he's aspirational and everybody has this drive to succeed. They want, or, or not, not the drive, they want to experience success, the drive to improve, to make progress, it, it, it gives us a sense of accomplishment. So I want to just talk a little bit on how, if you really, really want this thing called success, how to take massive action to experience massive, massive success. I just want to let you all know the chat room is open. So if you're listening to the show live, uh, feel free to hit me up in the chat room. Big shout out to everybody who's logging in. So this is nice. I love it. I love when you guys hang out with me. Thank you very much. Um, but I believe the first thing you can do if you want massive success is to believe that it's possible for you. I doubted so long. I thought success was only for people with a degree or only for people that went to, you know, I tried to get into Cornell, couldn't get into Cornell, and then I had to go down this long list of colleges until I finally went to where I went to. But the point is I thought it was for everybody else. It wasn't until I realized and accepted and embraced that success is possible for me 
that it finally started to manifest in my life. Success is relative. You know, if you have a job and you're making eight bucks an hour and you're now at 10, 11, or 12, that's success for you. It has to be relative. It, it, you can't always base your success on somebody else's success. The lives we lead are based upon the decisions that we make. I have some friends right now that are doing really, really well, and I have some friends that are not doing well at all. And it's really based on of many of the decisions that we made in our life. But I tell you, it wasn't until I believed that success was possible for me that I actually started to manifest and see the physical manifestation of what I thought success was in my life. Tip number two, act like the person you want to become. Now, a lot of people would feel like they're selling themselves out, they're being phony, um, that's not really who I am. I hear that a lot, particularly with people of color. You know, black people, we, we know two languages. We know how we talk about our friends, and then we know how we talk out in public. And, you know, part of that is assimilation, but part of that is, we just want better. We want better. And you really have to act like the person you want to become. And it's not about denying your past, denying your history, denying your family, but it's about stepping outside of your comfort zone and embracing the things that you believe are necessary to manifest success in your life. Next, you have to put, you got to have some skin in the game. Somebody told me this a long time ago. Saida, you have to have some skin in the game. And I didn't understand what that meant. When I started my first company many, many years ago, I put on a suit, got my coach briefcase, started going to all of these people that I thought could invest. And some of the best advice that was given to me was, what, what, have, you, what have you invested And I didn't realize that I wasn't, I wasn't even as invested in my own business as I should have been. People want to see that you have some skin in the game, that you know what you want, and you're willing to go all out. I have heard person after, like Steve Harvey, Tyler Perry, all of these people say they slept in their cars. They they went they've gone without food. They slept. They've couch surfed because they knew what they wanted. They were very very determined, and that was their skin in the game. That's what they had to do to get them to where they were. If you want massive massive success, you have to be willing to leave everything out on the floor, and sometimes that means marriages and relationships. Hear me out. Sometimes that means marriages and relationships. If you really, really want it, (laughs) baby, 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 you may have to give up your marriage. I was there. I was like, I can't take it. My husband is the most amazing individual, but our visions for life are too total or are are not in tandem with each other in a in a work way. My husband is has been blessed and is blessed to have a very, very good, solid, stable job. Me, I am that social butterfly who believes in unicorns and rainbows and wants to flutter and, and have all these entrepreneurial endeavors. And you know, there there have been some really tense moments up in our house. 
but I knew what I wanted. And thankfully, we would always come to an agreement before it got to that point. But there were a few times I had to say, am I willing to go it alone for my vision, for what I felt God placed in my heart and in my life? So are you ready to do that? We're talking about massive, massive success here. This is what we're talking about. Have you vocalized your business? Have you vocalized your vision? Have you vocalized your life? I had a wonderful conversation with a young lady today. I'm not going to share her name, um, but we had a wonderful conversation, and she was talking with me about some of the things that I put on Facebook. I put damn near everything on Facebook. Not, And I said to her, <laughs> I did say, I'm not a narcissist. I don't put stuff on Facebook just so I can feel puffed up. I put it out there so people know what my intentions are. People know what I want. They may not be able to help me now, but damn it, if I don't say anything, I'll never get their help. I sent an email to someone at 4.22 in the morning uh, when I was traveling back from New Orleans back to New York two days ago, and it was my bio. And it was my accomplishments, you know, my my credentials for being a personal trainer and sports nutritionist and uh, what else was there, my media appearances, uh, places, I, really big places that I've done, keynotes, Olive Harvey College in Chicago, the NAACP, and they, and I said, hey, I'm not sure how this is supposed to work, but I need your help. Here you go. And their response to me was, what do you want me to do with this? Do you want me to proofread it? I was so pissed. I was like, oh, my God, I, I just got dissed. And I felt a little butt hurt for a minute. And my response was, hey, I sent it to you. It may not resonate with you now, but it may trigger something later, and I just wanted you to have it. And the person responded a short time later, um, okay, um, I'll take a look at it when I can. And I just put thanks. Later on that night, like, that, remember I said it was 4.22 in the morning because I was so pissed when I got the response. I looked at, like, why did I send this at 4.22 in the morning? And they first responded, like, around 7. Late that night, around 10 o'clock at night, the person responded and said, hey, Sai, sorry for the delay. I just got a chance to really look at it. We need to get this out there. And, you know, had I never sent it, I would have never gotten that. So I don't know where this is going to go, but yet this is one other person who's helping me with my vision. If you don't vocalize your vision, I can guarantee you're going to go you're you're not going to go anywhere. You have to vocalize it, you have to share, you have to let people know what you want because if you don't, how in the hell do you expect them to help you have massive massive success in your life? I don't know. Next, do not tolerate any negativity in your life. Like, this is real, like right straight up and down. If anybody is negative, got to let it go. And I'm not talking about somebody who has a dissenting voice because sometimes I do things that are absolutely batshit crazy, and I have some really cool people around me that are like, Saida, you're bugging, this makes no sense. Not those type of negative voices. I'm talking about Debbie Downers, people that are always – you know, pissed off about something or other, people that pick a fight with the nail person because I cannot tell you how many times I have gone to the nail salon and they've messed up my nails, not in a 
crazy way, but I'm like, damn, we could have fixed that a little bit better. And I don't say anything. You know why? Because I'm going to go back and sometimes they'll do this for free and sometimes they'll do a little, like there's a little ebb and flow, a little give and take in life. But I, there are people in my life right now that I will not go out to eat with, I will not go get my hair done with, and I will not go get my nails done with them because every single time we go out, they find something wrong. I can't rock with that. I just can't do it. I refuse to do it, and I won't do it because I can't allow that in my energy, in my space, and in my spirit. I want massive success in every area of my life, in my love life, in my children's life, in my kitchen when I cook. I want people to say, oh, Saida, this food is delicious because y'all know I am not a cooker. My mother used to have Thanksgiving dinner catered, so she did not raise me in the kitchen. I know how to cook because I had two big old boys to feed. But I had to realize I am not I may not experience success in all areas of my life simultaneously, but I know I can experience success in every area of my life because it's all about perspective. I expect a little rumbling and a little grumbling. You know, I said to my husband one time, I can't take this anymore. Every time I have a big project coming up, something happens. So much so, peep this. I just shared with you, my mother-in-law just passed away. She passed away a few days before my biggest launch party ever and book signing for my brand-new book. I had liquor sponsors, a New York City venue chosen, invitation sent, RSVP, like a few days before she passed away. And I had to go. I had to break out. And I'm like, oh, every time I get to these places where I have like these big, big moments, something happens. I mean, I've been doing this show since 2008, and so I I, I detail pretty much everything in my life, and I'm not going to go back and tell all the stories, but I will say this. There's going to be a little turbulence. There's going to be some bumps just as you're getting to where you need to get to. And now I expect it. I knew something was going to go awry. Didn't know what it was. Something's going to go slightly to the left. Didn't know it was going to be the transition of my mother-in-law. But I had to roll with the punches. And because I've been on this journey of success for so long and things keep getting better and better in my life, it was much easier for me to pivot now than it has been in the past because I kind of knew something was going to go down but didn't know what it was. So I put all these contingencies in place. You know, some people feel don't have a plan B. Eh, I don't subscribe to that. I think you got to be smart. I didn't plan my book signing and plan all these things thinking something is going to happen. But when something did, I kind of was like, okay, let me do this, let me do this, let me do this. And I was able to get through that situation in my life and be able to come out on the other side a little bit more prepared. If you don't expect turbulence in your life, you're dead in the water. And I remember when I started going to church years ago, but as an adult, like not as a baby Christian when you're a kid and your parents make you go, but as an adult when I really started to go to church, 
I felt like I was sold a bill of goods. And I remember saying to people that I felt robbed and I felt cheated. Like I thought because I went to the altar and had this beautiful moment with the Lord, I wasn't going to have problems. And I was pissed because I was like, somebody should have told me I'm still going to have problems. I thought, hey, let me go down to the altar. Let me snot it up a little bit. Let me cry. Let me lay on the floor. And my life is good. Nobody told me, hey, sorry, guess what? you're probably still going to have some more problems. I can't say I wouldn't have done the same thing, but I just wish somebody had been a little bit more pragmatic about the hiccups that I would experience, regardless if I had that experience with the Lord, regardless of what happened, there's always going to be bumps in the road. The last thing I want to share with you is, about just massive, massive success. I, I think I'm actually going to make this a two-part series because there's so much more to share, and this is a 30-minute show. But you have to go hard or go home. When I became a personal trainer and a nutritionist, I literally closed the business that I have been running for the last 13 years of my life. That was not an easy decision at all. I had to go hard. I had to go 150% all the time as much as I can. And so that way when when there were obstacles, because I was working in such a proactive way, I was always ahead of the game. You know, you do have a few hiccups here and there financially, but at the end of the day, I live by go hard or go home. I sent a text message to one of my friends yesterday, and it said, Difficult takes a day and impossible takes a week. And she hit me back and said, oh, I have to borrow this. I was like, girl, I got that from Jay-Z. Stop playing. (laughs) It was not an original thought. But that's really how I look at things. Difficult takes a day and impossible takes a week. And when you really go full throttle, real hard, all the way, success has to happen. You can't. The universe wants you to be successful. God, Allah, Buddha, whomever you pray to, the universe, the creator, it is our destiny to be successful. But just remember, it's relative to your life. The universe will get out of your way when you state your intentions, you verbalize what you want, go hard at what you want, and don't let anything get in your way. Listen, thank you so much for listening. This one, time went by so fast today. Wow, that was quick. Hit me up on Facebook, Cybrow Fitness. Definitely, um, if you missed the show live or any part of it or you're just coming in last year, a lot of people in the chat room, thank you, everybody, and thank you for your condolences and continued support for our family. You can log on to CyBrownMorningShow.com, and you'll hear this podcast as well as a lot of others. I just want to give a quick um, note to... We are in the process of uploading a lot of our shows from iTunes over to the blog, so you'll be able to go to cybrownmorningshow.com and just be able to see our shows directly from the site. Or you can go to SoundCloud and hear some of the shows, iTunes, whatever. Or also you can go to Player FM and you'll be able to hear some of our past podcasts. So thank you so much for your support over all these years. Let me know how you're achieving massive success in every area of your life. Don't forget, I'll be right back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. from New York. It's your girl, Cy Brown. Always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. 
any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Hit me up, cybrownfitness at gmail.com, and I'll see you guys soon.